1: We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. And I tell you what, the Word will always bless us. Amen. Amen. So I'm so appreciative that you love the Word today and you're hungry for the Word. And we're hungry because we want to learn to be better doers of the Word, right? It's the doer that's blessed. You know, if you'll remember that Jesus was in the temple one day and He was preaching and he was teaching and revealing for the first time something about how how Satan's kingdom works. And he talks about when the spirit is cast out of a man, it goes into a dry place and seeks rest and finds none. So it comes back and says, I'll go back into my own house because it found it empty, swept, and garnished. And he's teaching for the first time in man's hearing how Satan's kingdom works. And a woman stands up in the middle of him preaching that and says, blessed is the woman who gave birth to you, you know, and she missed the whole point, (laughs) right? And he said, yet uh, blessed are those who hear my word and do Do it. it. Amen. Amen. So he's saying more than the mother that, of course, the mother that gave birth to him was blessed. Mary was a blessed woman, but he says, it's the doer of the word that's more blessed than the woman who gave birth to me. I tell you what, that places great emphasis on the doing of the word. Amen. Thank God to hear the word, but the hearing is to lead us to the doing of it. And the way we can effectively do it is we have to meditate on the Word so that we drive it into our spirits. And we begin to think in line with the Word. So I thank you for joining us today because I know you're hungry to be a doer of the Word the way we are. I have a studio audience here and they're here with me today and I'm glad you're joining me today too. And Amen. we invite you, get your Bible, get a notepad and pen or pen, you know, pen, pencil, some digital device you may even prefer and follow along with us. Take notes because we believe that God's going to say things to you that maybe don't even come out of my mouth. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. Because in the atmosphere of the Word, you can hear God speak. Yes. That's right. And so we're so glad that you're joining us today. And we know this, that the Word will take a man's life and set yeah, it try. on course. Yes. 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 We have been taking the individual cases of healing that happened under Jesus's earthly ministry, now these are recorded in the four gospels. The four gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the books that record Jesus's earthly ministry, and uh, there were multitudes of miracles that happened. But the Holy Ghost only saw fit to instruct nine of them, 19 of them Mm. to be recorded, about 19 or so, depending on how you count them, uh, to to be recorded. And um, evidently, in those 19 cases is everything we need to know about how to receive healing and how to minister healing. So that's why we're taking these and teaching them in detail because by doing that, we're gaining knowledge so that we can become skillful at receiving healing every time we need it, but also how to minister healing because we're going to come in contact with people who need to receive healing. You know, um, Dad Hagen, who was our spiritual father, he was quoting P.C. Nelson. Now, P.C. Nelson was a General in the body of Christ when Dad Hagen was a young man, Mm -hmm. and he he instructed. A room full of ministers. He said, every day feed on the subjects of faith and healing mm-hmm. because either you're going to need it or someone you come in contact with is yes. going to need it. What what important instruction that is. Yes. We're to keep our faith fed yes. all the time. Yes. We need our faith every day. Yes, we do. need it every single yes. day. Yes. We need it strong. We need it operating. Yes. Yes. We need to be skillful with our faith because that's how we can conduct business with God. Yes, amen. 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 So I think such priceless instruction, it would be beneficial for you to take note of this. Every day feed on the subjects of faith and healing because you're going to need it or yes. someone you come in contact amen. with is going to need it. When the word talks about Jesus' earthly ministry, it says he went everywhere teaching,
0: mm-hmm.
1: preaching, and healing. Yes. So it was a threefold flow of his ministry everywhere he went. Notice um, teaching and preaching, healing. This is the works of Jesus. The Bible calls it, this is what Jesus went everywhere, teaching, preaching, and healing. It didn't say he just went to certain regions and taught in that region. It says he went everywhere, teaching and preaching and healing. He did the same thing in every region, every location that he went to. And, uh, when we sit under the teaching of the word, we're still sitting under the works of Jesus. Yes. So by watching yes. this episode, receiving of the instruction, we're sitting under the works of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes. Treat it that way. Yes. Honor it that way. Yes. Amen. 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 Thank God for the word. Amen. Yes. Uh, Amen. we've been taking, as I said, the different accounts of Jesus's healing ministry. And today I want us to look at Luke chapter four. This is a shorter account but there's still much that we can see in it. Luke chapter four, and we're going to start reading in verse 38. Luke chapter four, uh, chapter four, verse 38 and 39. It says, and Jesus arose out of the synagogue and he entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now let's look back at verse 38. Let's, let's read it again and then we'll look at it in more detail. Verse 38, and he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. Now, of course, we know Simon was Simon Peter. Yeah. So this is the disciples' house. And Simon's wife's mother was taken with a great fever and they besought him for her. So when it uses this, uh, Luke was a medical doctor. Yeah. Before he became a disciple with Jesus, he was a medical doctor. So he's the one that records it as a great fever. As a medical doctor, he's going to know the difference between a lesser fever or a greater fever. And he says, hers was a great fever, meaning this is not a mild passing condition. It's a serious condition. In verse 39, it says, and Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her, and immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Notice this. He rebuked the fever. Yes. He talked to the fever. The fever hurt him.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Because it says it left. Yes. <laughs> so notice this. Things have to leave at our command. We are to command things that should not be there to leave. And it left at His command. Every sickness and every disease must obey when it's spoken to. It's showing you a truth, a principle, that sickness and disease is subject to our authority. That's right. Right. Yeah. Amen. Right. Talk to it. Yes. Answer it. Yeah. Talk to sickness. Yeah. Talk to disease. Command it to leave. Give it no choice. Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 Anything we don't resist has the permission to stay. Yeah. Right. So yeah. command it. Yeah. Talk to it. Now, we see this principle out of Mark 11, 22 and 23. Jesus answered, answering, he was talking to his disciples. He answered and said unto them, have faith in God. And we know this, that the, the literal reads, have the faith of God. Because Now he's going to tell you what the faith of God will do, what it will accomplish in verse 23. For verily I say unto you, That whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Listen to that. How certain that is how sure that is. He shall have, he shall have, he shall have whatsoever he saith. That's right. To build this truth in you, you meditate on it and you, you meditate on it by saying things like what I say comes to pass. I shall have whatsoever I say. I shall have whatsoever I say. Not because I said it, but because God tells me to say it. I'm saying what God says. Amen. So Jesus in this, in this verse is telling us this, talk to things, they will obey yes, you. Amen. That's yeah, what yeah. Mark eleven twenty three 23 is telling us. Talk to things, they will obey you. Jesus went into Peter's house and talked That's to right. fever. Yes. 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 And it obeyed amen. him. Yes. Amen. amen. We saw amen. it work in Mark eleven twenty three 23 before that, and really in verse 12, talking to a tree. Right. Yes. He yeah. talked to an inanimate object, so yeah, to speak. Yes. Talk to things, yes. they'll obey you. Amen. This is how far reaching our authority is. Things must obey. Yes. Amen. Talk to, now look at, he says, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Notice what it doesn't read. Whosoever shall say about this mountain. Mm. Uh,
0: mm. Right. Many
1: are talking about the mountain right. and not right. talking to the yes. mountain. Come on, that's good. At dinner time, Lunch yes. time, yes. conversation time. Yes. They talk about things yeah. yes. that are wrong yes. instead of talking to things yes. that need to leave. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Now, notice it says you talk to the mountain, but your attention is not on the mountain. Huh. Right. Yeah. Your attention is on the mountain mover.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. That's Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen.
1: The mountain has one choice to obey.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. Right.
1: Talk to things. You say, Pastor Nancy, I've been talking to things and nothing's changing. Don't assume that the mountain has to move all at once. Move it a rock at a time.
0: That's 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 right.
1: Talk every time you're saying something, something Mm -hmm. of that mountain is being removed. Every time you talk to it, something of that mountain is being removed. Mm -hmm. Who says that it's yes. going to be moved all at once? Right. Right. It, it could. Yes. It certainly could. Right. It depends on the shovel. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. What's a shovel? The size of your faith.
0: Come
1: on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. If, you're going to use, if you're going to use, you know, a thimble full of faith, you can remove a little bit at a time. It's going to take a long time, but it, it can do it. Or use a shovel or use a backhoe or use a dump truck, whatever you're going to use. Yes. The size of the faith determines how much is removed at the yes. time you talk to Amen. it. Amen. That's, That's right. Amen. The degree or the strength yes. of the faith, yes. right? Yes. So say unto the mountain, be removed and be thou cast into the sea. So don't get discouraged. If you say, I'm talking to things and nothing is changing, it doesn't mean nothing's changing. You just might not see full evidence of the change yet. Because things are moving many times and it's not moving quick enough is what you're saying or not moving uh, big enough uh, evidence at a time. But I will say this, every time you talk, things are removed. Believe that. Believe that. Believe that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you refuse to doubt, it must obey you. Yes. Well, how do you doubt? You get in the mental arena. Yeah. You start figuring it out, reasoning it out, yeah. calculating it. Uh, reason is just doubt in disguise. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not doubting. I'm just thinking about it. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Be careful what you allow in your thought life yes, because it can nullify the effects of your faith. Yeah. Now, it says this, that she immediately, immediately she arose and ministered unto them. Now notice that Jesus rebuked the fever. It left her, but Peter's mother-in-law believed by rising up. Amen. Now, another account says he touched her hand. Um, He spoke to the fever, but notice he didn't pray for her. He just spoke to things.. Yeah. Right. And when another account says that he touched her hand, and the fever left her, well, who's right? They're both right. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. They both are recording yes. different details about that. Yeah. Right. When he touched her hand, what was he doing? He was imparting power.:
0: yeah. yes. Right. yes
1: He was imparting power. Yeah. He, was, he didn't pray for her. Now, years ago, my husband, back in 1971, a healing anointing came into his hand. In the late 1990s, Jesus appeared to him on one account and he told, he rebuked him. He said, you're not being skillful with the healing anointing. Afterwards, he explained to him and showed him what he meant by not being skillful with the healing anointing because my husband would advertise and announce to people, you know, the last night of the service, I'm going to pray for the sick. So he would hold maybe a week long meeting and he'd say every, every last night, every last night of the the series of meetings, I'm going to pray for the sick. And Jesus corrected him. And he said, I didn't anoint you to pray for the sick. I anointed you with healing power to impart healing power. You're not praying for them. You're imparting of that tangible anointing from your hand will go into their body and it will drive out pain and symptoms, sickness and disease. Now see, this is, this is in keeping with what, remember the cloth in Acts talked about how uh, uh, Paul would have handkerchiefs or claws that would touch his body. And when those claws would touch the body of the sick one, uh, sickness and disease would leave. And if yes. there was a presence of an evil spirit, it would drive it out. Right. Right. Yes. What was that? Paul wasn't praying. Mm-hmm. That wasn't prayer. Mm-hmm. There was power contained yes. in that cloth. Yes. And when it was laid upon the body of that sick one, that power, that cloth acted like a storage battery. Right. Yes. yes, And that power would flow out of that cloth into their body and drive out mm-hmm. the sickness and disease. But when someone's anointed with tangible anointing, it's the same thing. Yeah is that you lay that hand on that sick person and that anointing will transfer from your hand into their body. You're not praying for them, you're imparting. Right. That's
0: right.
1: You're imparting power.
0: Amen.
1: That's what Jesus did. He didn't pray for her. Yes. Another account says he touched her. What did he do? He imparted power. Yes. Amen. 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 So this is part of the skill, right, right. of it. And then my, my husband, you know, it, it's right. The Bible will say that you can anoint people with oil and pray for them. But once you have the tangible anointing in your hand, because not everybody has that, but those who do have that, mm-hmm. then you don't need the oil because the oil is a representation of the anointing. You've got the tangibility yeah, right. of the anointing. Okay. If you're, if it's tangible in your hand, you don't need the symbol of that anointing, Amen. which is the oil. Right because you've got the tangibility of that. You can just lay hands on the sick. So at times my husband, uh, at different times, he may have had a, a service where he anointed people with oil because it's perfectly correct to do that. But when that anointing is in manifestation, the tangibility of that, you don't need to have the oil as a representation of the anointing because the anointing is tangible. In that, in that situation. So we have to, when, when Jesus touched her and that fever left her, as another account reads, then we would know this, that power was imparted to her. Amen. Amen. Jesus was skillful with the anointing. That's what it shows. Jesus was skillful with his faith. He knew how to talk to things. He knew how to minister that anointing. And again, it says, and immediately in verse 39, immediately she arose and ministered unto them. This is so important for you to see something is she took hold of what he ministered to her. You can minister to people, but if they don't take hold of something, yes. I've had, I when that tangible healing anointing comes into my hand at times, I can lay my hand on somebody and I can sense it leave my hand and try to go into their body and they don't receive and it comes right back into my hand. Mm-hmm. I don't want that back. I want that to go into them. Yes. Yeah. But many times people don't receive it. Why is it? They're trying to lay hold of it mentally. Right. Mm. See, you receive with your heart. You you just shut your mind down, nothing to figure out, nothing to reason out. Just say, I receive it. Mm -hmm. And then you you receive with your heart. You can't receive with your mind. Receiving is is a faith action, and faith is in your heart. See, you quiet the mind. You don't try to figure it out. Sometimes when I lay my hands on the sick and I'll sense that tangible anointing, leave my hand, go into their body and come right back out. Because they didn't receive it. So I do as much as I can get them to receive it. I have them to stand there and I say, raise your hands and just say, I received that anointing. Mm -hmm. See, I get them to cooperate. And sometimes I can get it to flow in Mm -hmm. after that. Sometimes I can't get it to flow in. I can't help them with that tangible healing anointing Mm -hmm. unless I can get it in them. So you give instruction and you help people to receive. She grabbed hold of it. Right. She grabbed hold of it. Yeah. Listen, I've, I've been in services. I've ministered in services where I laid hands on the sick and some would fall out under the power of God and some didn't. It's, that's not determining whether or not you're going to receive healing because I've seen people fall out under the power of God and, never, and didn't receive their healing. All they did is they responded, they, they felt something and their body couldn't stand up under that anointing but uh, you still got to lay hold of it with your spirit. Amen. Amen, with your faith. Amen. She grabbed hold of it, didn't she? Right. Yes, she, did. she grabbed hold of it. Uh, see, uh, God's side is power. Man's side is faith.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And power yeah. has to meet our faith. Yes. Amen. Oh, our, our part is to believe. Yes. Our part is to believe and act in line with the Word, and God's part is to bring it to pass. Amen. Amen. So Peter's mother-in-law did her part. Yes. She received what was ministered to her. Amen. Amen. Now, when she arose, she immediately started serving. Yeah. Wow. It matters what you do with yeah. the power you receive. Yeah. When you receive healing, it's not so you can go out and live the life right. that's apart from the will of God. That's,
0: right. that's
1: apart from the plan of God. God's power works in us and for us and through us so that we can serve him. Right so that we can cooperate with His plan for our lives. Yes. Amen. Amen. And many Amen. times people miss out on receiving. They can lose their healing when they go off to living their own plan.
0: Yes, right. Right. That's, good. That's good.
1: Amen. Um, I was listening to a, uh, on a biography, the account of somebody, and this was back during, I would say, the 1960s. There was a well-known country and western singer And they had been in a car accident and they ended up being really on the verge of death. And they were they their body was quite broken up from that accident. And a friend came in to see them in the hospital. And when this friend walked in and saw this country western singer laying in the bed, this person was crying. And they said, the friend said to them, Are you are you in pain? Are you suffering? And they said, No, they said, right before you walked in, Jesus walked in. And said, Jesus walked up to me and said, um, he said, you've not finished what you've been born for. Mm -hmm. And said, he laid his hand on me. And when he did, all the pain left. Mm -hmm. All my body, everything was completely healed. So see, they had an experience with Jesus. They were raised up. Uh, A few days later, they were dismissed from the hospital because they were completely well. Mm -hmm. They went back out to singing in the bars singing in the wrong places, running with the wrong people. And six months later, they had another accident and they were killed then. They were killed instantaneously. See, what was it? When God ministers to you and raises you up, it's for His plan, for His purpose. It's not so you can go live in the world and go live a lifestyle that's different than what the Word authors for us. Amen. So see, although she had that experience with God, she didn't get up and serve him with that newfound power, with that newfound ability and ended up losing it. There's another account that uh, a man who was in Amy Simple McPherson's services, uh, he was a friend of ours and he had been part of her school and part of her church and he said, "I, I never saw anybody in a wheelchair not healed in her ministry except one time. And he said there were five wheelchairs lined up on the platform. And Sister Amy walked up to the first person in the wheelchair and said, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. Said, didn't pray for her, pray for them, just spoke to them. And that first person got up and walked out of the wheelchair. Second person in the wheelchair, Sister Amy said, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. They got up. Third person, same thing. Fourth person, same thing. All four of them rise up and walk. She gets to the fifth person And Sister Amy stood in front of her and said, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. And that person said, well, I can't. I haven't walked in years. And Sister Amy, see, she's trying to help her. She said, neither could these. Neither could these other four, but they did. All you have to do is give an action of walking and God's power will meet you. And that person said, well, I can't walk. Sister said, I ain't to, Sister Amy said, these couldn't either, but they did. They acted on the word, act on the word.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And that person said, Well, I know I can't walk. And Sister Amy had, listen to what she said, she said, Then I have to walk off and leave you sitting here. Mm-hmm. Now, see, that's a sad thing.
0: Yeah. That's a
1: sad thing. Sad thing. Mm-hmm. But if, if you can't get cooperation, mm-hmm. yeah. You can't get help to people.
0: Amen.
1: Peter's mother-in-law cooperated. That's yes. right. She yes. took hold of it. Yes. So I say this, take hold of it. Don't give reasons why you can't. Yeah, come on, huh? That's right. come on, huh? The devil will give you reasons yes. why you can't. Yes. Don't That's take right. those reasons. Yes. The mind will give you. Reasonings will give you yes. reasons right. why you can't. But I tell you, the Word authorizes you, that That's you can right. in yeah. Jesus' name. Yeah. Well, I tell you, we are on this broadcast for one reason. Because Brother Copeland's ministry has invited us to join and be part of the Victory Channel. And I tell you what, they sow this seed to our ministry every day. And we value that. We appreciate that. And uh, we invite you that if you're not already a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries, pray about becoming a partner. You can go to kcm.org and you can sign up to be a partner if you're not already. Because I tell you what, these are life and death truths that are being brought into your home through the Victory Channel and what a blessing to your life. Amen. Amen. We've been teaching today out of our book called The Healer Divine. And uh, these are just accounts of the healing ministry of Jesus where we study them so that we can become skillful at receiving and ministering healing power to others. We invite you, go to defraignministries.org and let us know you want your copy and we'll get it right out to you. Amen. We're so glad that you've joined with us today. And I say this, release your faith. Amen, release your faith. Say, I receive my healing in Jesus' name. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer, God bless you.
0: To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your own faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has made you to be. Order this book now at Ministries.org. Please join us for our annual Holy Ghost meetings in Marietta, California, January 6th through the 11th, 2023 with Nancy Dufresne. We are also excited to welcome Kenneth Copeland and Richard Roberts as our special guests. For more information,